What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm John Anderson, and I'm joined this morning by GP. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> well, now that my ego is broken and I'm br- and I'm frail, <laughs> now I'm good. What's all going on, guys? Well, there, there's no guys, GP. It's just you and me. Seriously? Yeah. No, there's no Bruce. Bruce is not here today. He's not here this morning. He has his. He's got a birthday or something today. I don't know. I told him. I, I told him to take the day off, and so he's he's gone. Uh, I, I oh, I you telling, allowed uh, him to take the day off. I'm a bit of a foreman around these parts, so it's it's kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I like to say that, uh, you know, he could take a day off every now and again. He did tell me, though, the other day on the 4th, I told him, yeah, let's just take the day off for the 4th. We'll just replace some, some of our good ones. And he said that by not podcasting for a day, he says it actually felt wrong to not podcast for a day. See, habits. And now you make him take off, so now he's not going to have a great birthday, you know. Come I told on, him it was his birthday. Johnny. I told him to call. I said, only call if you need bail money. And then, it, it, you know, that's that's the only way that uh, that you actually can, you know, get it. He is in today. Oklahoma. They don't have bail on the res. Did he did he uh, did he inform you or do you know about what happened in Oklahoma? No. I, wait a minute. Is this half of Oklahoma? The, yeah, I saw something yesterday about some uh, I think I posted something on it. I think it was um, something about the uh, Supreme like the state Supreme Court ruled something about mm-hmm. Native Americans or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. SCOTUS uh, said that, that uh, yeah, they uphold the original treaty. Half of Oklahoma is owned by the res. Okay, so I'm not what sure what's right. It's awesome. I think that's great that American law does not pertain to that area. So in the bad way, okay, in the good way is they can handle their own issues. And the bad thing is they can handle their own issues. So you got to remember that tribal law is a lot like is different than U.S. law. So you're going to have right. some issues there. Yeah, I do know that tribal law is different. They have tribal judges and tribal councils and Mm -hmm. things that you have to see. And they have their own system of justice. And yeah, they have their own police departments and all that stuff. And it's it's Mm -hmm. actually kind of strange. There was I think there was a there was. Well, it's strange to us. It's not strange to them. And I I don't mean that, you know, in a a derogatory way. But it's when I say strange, it's uh, there was a show that was on, I think it was Nat Geo about 10, 15 years ago. It was called Navajo Cops. And of course, you know, Navajo mm-hmm. Indians, you know, the big reservations mm-hmm. down there in Southwest. And they they actually they have their own, like I said, they have their own police force, but they get calls to weird stuff. And when I say weird stuff, I'm talking, you know how Native Americans are. They have like their spiritual beliefs and they, they do have like all their mm-hmm. vision quests and stuff like that, you know, which no issues with that. But they get calls that one of the spirit animals or something came to down from the mountain and is haunting this village or something. So the police actually have to respond to that call and go and check it out. As mm-hmm. as odd as that is, where is in normal off reservation stuff, the police would just say, uh, yeah, OK, um, and they would send over some white coats, you know, mm-hmm. on an Indian reservation. They have to take it seriously because it's part of their spiritual mm-hmm. beliefs. So and I respect that. I, I respect that. The difficulty is violence is violent situations and alcohol. Yes, I know that there's a uh, there's alcohol. alcohol. There's an alcohol problem 
uh, as well on, on a lot of Indian reservations. And it's, it's really, it's a sad thing to see. I mean, I, I've known some, uh, some Native Americans mm-hmm. coming up throughout my life and they, they've been fantastic, very, very nice people. And they just can't handle alcohol. I, I don't know what it is, but they just can't. It's genetic. It's genetic so they, and, and it genetic? it's not being, it's not being a racist or anything. There's no, of course like not. My, many of my colleagues are unable to drink alcohol. Because they're not able, they don't have the um, the genes in order to um, break down alcohol. Okay, so explain yeah, to I mean, me. I, odd conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, I have to I have to give you credit for this one okay. for twisting this into an odd way. Explain to me because I legit don't know. Explain to me because we've never had this conversation. How genes affect your body's ability to process alcohol? Yay! <laughs> okay, um, is it that complicated? In a way, because it becomes there's a new fight about metabolizing alcohol and the production of the enzymes that allow you to digest it. See, we always think of it as body weight. You like can't, we just you look can't at it on lump an entire group of people. You can't say like all oh, white people could drink alcohol. You can't you can't lump an entire group of people into that category. And because of mixtures of people across the generations, of genes are getting crossed back and forth. So, I mean, you could say that historically, yes, there is a gene found that they're having a difficult time digesting the enzymes that break down alcohol, causing, you know, a lot of issues. But that's not saying everyone. So that's one of the things I I really hate getting pushed on that part because I can say, yes, okay, there is this group that does, but it doesn't mean all of them. It's like the addictive personality or the addictive genes, the genes that, you know, these poor people across the globe, 30% of Americans have an addictive disorder, genetic. Does that mean all of them? No, it's 30%. But I don't want to say it's everyone likes to lump everybody into that same category. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, you're, you're so what you're saying is really what you're saying is, is it's, it's really complicated. What you're saying is it's really it's, complicated. Yes, yeah, it's, it's extremely complicated. Because I, I've never actually heard that. I, I've never actually heard that. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's an interesting thing. And you know something? You've never heard the to, Asians have a they can't drink their alcohol. You know because well, no, I've heard that, but I've never understood why. Mm-hmm. That that's that was my whole mm-hmm. pretext of, of the it's conversation. An enzyme, in the and first it's only place. a certain per, per, it's only a certain percentage of the populations. But it's it's this folklore that just spreads. And that's why I really don't like discussing it, because I will never judge an entire population by a percentage of his population. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, of course you can't do that. Oh, I I can understand that. But all right, let's let's jump to something else. Neuralink. Have you heard of this thing? You heard of Neuralink? What? Neuralink. Okay. This is an Elon. Educate me. This is an Elon Musk thing. Okay. Oh, dear gosh. He is about to reveal. Will it make you buy more cars? He is. Well, could. It's a, but according to this, it it could actually be more than that. <laughs> and let, let me explain. Oh, Neuralink. OK, this is the brain chip thing. He's about to reveal news on the AI brain chips that make you a genius and let you control mm-hmm. gadgets. GP, you're a gadget person. You have all that oh, yeah. stuff, you know, mm-hmm. all of those devices and everything that I don't like that you say, yeah, I got nothing to hide. OK, all right. Would you take one of these things. And, and let me explain, right? I want to I get down into what this is. This is his brain chip. He says that Neuralink will have a human brain implant ready within a year, within a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's going to be making a statement about it next month. So in August, we're expected something. Uh, we're expecting something. He says the device will be inserted under the skull and a small robot will 
connect thread-like electrodes to the brain. Once implanted, the chip could connect your brain waves to an app and may be able to help people with neurological conditions. Now, in my okay. personal opinion, this kind of thing right here, if, if it's done right, we can cure a lot of neurological disorders, if not all of them. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yes. So this this right here, this is a real step in human First step to our robot bodies. Yay. It is. It is. But it says that he says his aim is to create a full brain interface within 25 years. This would mean that humans could connect to their devices with just their minds. Uh, he wants his brain implants to stop humans being outpaced by artificial intelligence. See, he wants us to be able as humans. He wants us to lead the way and not AI, because right now you've got a warring faction in there that's trying to get AI to control the, the grid rather than us. So mm -hmm. uh, he's he's talking about all this. Uh, the insertion process uh, said to re is said to require removing part of the skull. Then the Neuralink device and electrode threads will be inserted into the brain. The patient would then be stitched up. And Musk says you wouldn't even be able to tell that they had inserted a device. Uh, he previously told Rogan, uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about this. He says, we're not testing people yet, but I think that won't be too long. We may be able to implant a Neuralink in less than a year in a person, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's talked about having all of this to, I mean, can you imagine curing blindness with this? I mean, can you imagine this? Awesome. You have, you have these Wonderful. things. You you have all these uh, devices. But here's and stuff here's like that. my here's my curious question. Did you ever see the show Black Mirror? I have not seen that. I've had a lot of people recommend it to me because they say that the things that we talk about sound like they come it's from there. I've never seen it. Okay, well, one of the episodes happens to be where the soldiers have these implants where they can see what they see, and they're told that they're killing these cockroaches, these these man sized cockroach monsters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that are stealing food and, and corrupting stuff and doing these bad things. So these soldiers are off killing these bugs all across, you know, this area of the country. But in actuality, the program is warping what they're seeing. They're actually just killing people. And mm -hmm. they decided which people are to be mutated to look like monsters. So it alters the brain's perception of what it is, because technically your yeah. eyes are are showing mm -hmm. the, the brain what it's actually seeing. Mm -hmm. you're, you're actually seeing with your brain. And it's, it's auditorily it's affects you. This also auditorily affects you and visually in the show. But yes. OK. All right. So basically they can control you. I mean, people always say, hey, I there's no way the government could control me into what I think, blah, 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 blah. I said, well, if it can control what you see in here. It's already got control of you. My uh, my concern with this is, system. yeah, my concern with this is, yes, you will be able to enhance yourself, let's say, cognitively. You'll, you'll be able mm -hmm. to enhance yourself. You'll be able to correct issues with this if it goes to that point, which I think that that's the way he wants to go. However, my concern is a couple of things. Well, you know, one, you, yeah, you, you have an implant. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, privacy concerns. My, my issue with privacy mm -hmm. and security, what's to stop precisely what you just said? What's to stop information being downloaded as opposed to just mm -hmm. being, you know, uh, uploaded into the system? Well, what's to stop that? There isn't. It what's, is absolutely controlling. It's, to put suggestive thought into your brain. This is our evolution. Okay, here's the difficult thing. This will be our evolution. The mechanical human is the evolution of humanity, period. Now, how we get there and the troubles and nightmares that we're going to go through, it's going to happen. I mean, there's no way around it. We we are going to have to adapt. There are changes that are going on in our environment globally, from nutrition to health issues, genetic you know, degenerations that we have. We've got a lot of things going on and this will prolong our species. We evolve. And the difficulty with evolution is during that time period, we um, 
we go through some violence. I mean, if we didn't have this violence, we'd have Cro-Magnon running around today. <laughs> we'd have Neanderthal. We'd have six or seven different human types of species walking around this planet. But what one has done is taken out the other one. It's an evolution in order to, you know, to continue the species. And the same thing is going to happen with this mechanical, with the this uh, fusion of machine and man. Imagine, say, the solar flares are getting to the point that your human body, you, you can't be exposed to that anymore. But if we put this uh, machine slash, you know, merge you, now you can handle it. You can control populations. Okay. Would you, we, take, um, we would have, you take one of these things? Well, well, here's the difficult part is do I want to step forward and know that this is the way the future is going? It is going to go. It, it for sure is. And it's going to be used horribly, period. It is. The only hope that we have is that we have a group or or, or we can say the um, our, the initiators of this to be benevolent. But more likely it's not. We're, we've we've passed the 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 point of autonomy where we can we can control ourselves and we can we can take care of ourselves because you can't take 384 million Americans right now and say okay go out in the mountains and take care of yourself live on your own you, you, you just can't do that anymore now you got to be part of this collective and to be part of this collective you have to be part of the culture whatever each culture each collective has their own you know their own identity and their own culture some cultures are worse than others. Some are horrific, but the same thing we're going to happen with this machine human merger. It's going to be, Johnny, no matter what we do, this is the future. We are going to evolve into these man machines or androids yes. or whatever yes, it may be. Yes, I, I, do, I do see that. And Bruce has made the argument before, and I'll, I'll just kind of, you know, I'll speak for him on this point because I know he's not here. He's made the argument before. He says, well, if we don't do this, if you don't take it, then you won't be able to compete. You, you won't be no. able to. But here, here's the here's the problem. I look at the and I'm saying on average, I'm not saying everyone's like this, but I'm looking at the docile, dumbed down population on average. I'm talking about the college campus types. OK, you know, you know what I mean? That type. I'm looking at that type that really doesn't know up from down at this point, mm -hmm. you're actually going to have an establishment that's going to make them smarter. I, I don't see that working. I, I really don't see that control. working. It's not but smarter. It's, it's control. It's control. You're looking at this from a control aspect. You're not looking at this in a positive light. You're looking at this in a negative light. I'm not looking at the negative or positive light. I'm looking at it as an evolution. Power is yes, dictated by the people that are holding the reins. That's correct. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's 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 irrelevant. This is going to control. Okay, so say everyone has this implant and no one's violent to each other anymore. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? Violent to no each other violent. or violent, the second period. you will go to be violent to another person. And violence includes, okay, I'm going to use a Norwegian definition of violence, which is assaulting a person's perceptions, period. Mm -hmm. Begging. Well, you know what begging if, what is considered a violent crime in Norway? Yeah, I believe it. It if if you well, it is no, it most is. Scandinavian countries. But yeah, you, most Scandinavian countries begging is violence. What okay, about so if you're doing uh, violence a, against somebody? Is that bad? What about a what about Eliminate. a healthy release? What about a healthy release of violence, such as in a private training room, that kind of thing? What what about that? You have to have some type of release. But again, you're saying the, that the, that the particular, program releases endorphins or chemicals. I got that, that goes away. So you're saying that the the actual emotion itself would be repressed? Is that is that what you're saying? Gone. It could be gone. Yeah, could be okay. completely eliminated. What or, about the medical breakthrough side of it? What what about the medical breakthrough side of it? That, as opposed that to like could be great neurological, too. So neurological side. Every yeah, everybody's fixed. That could be a good thing. It could also be a I bad mean, thing. 
It's also a perpetuation of a genetic disorder. Do we want to perpetuate those? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not into eugenics. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not either. I'm just making statements. Is, yeah. You know, continuation of like, say, you know, you know, diabetes was dying out back in the day. Okay. It was, it was, yes, it was. not as common as it is today. Today, diabetes is rampant. Uh-huh. It's because the, most of the people that had juvenile diabetes, they didn't make it to adulthood, not into reproductive ages. Now they do. And it continues on. But that's just assume I'm, I'm using a bad example because I'm, I really should be using a genetic uh, disorder. Well, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at the positive side of things. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like this idea of, you know, you're, you're giving up your individuality. You're giving up your your humanity, more or less. Right. You're giving up what makes you unique as an individual. You're looking at the sinister side of it, which I usually do. And I think behind the scenes, you know, I'm looking at it like that, too. But at the same time, I see it a good opportunity here to end a lot of needless suffering, such as any type of neurological problem, blindness, elimination of free will, elimination of free will. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I see your point, but. Where do we draw the line? Let me ask you this, because I believe this. I I believe this. I believe before we see any type of implementation of this, we need to spell out some very well-defined laws in order to attempt to regulate this. Do you think that might be something that... uh, It's not going to fix anything. We have to go through the bad, and hopefully we come out on the other end. Most, More than likely, I don't know if you've ever watched Star Trek, more than likely, the way humanity is going, we're going to become the Borg. In all actuality, because as we do these implants, these implants are going to have controls on them. I don't care who says what, but these implants are going to have little, little <laughs> programs in them. There's going to be back doors. There's going to be back doors. And as we as we continue to evolve into this, you know, we will just become new slaves to the machine. And what is the machine? The machine is the culture. What is the culture? The culture is to continue and to continue it's easier to have an entire species or even subspecies dictating, you know, is, is doing all the work to a collective few that are guiding the entire collective one way or another. It's where we're going. We can't continue with the reproduction rates that we're going and the destructive natures that we have and the biologicals that we're creating day in and day out to continue off as a species. You if know, we continue the route that we're going today... The eradication of humankind on this planet is inevitable. You know what? I'm, I'm going to have to stop having you with these serious conversations on the morning show because, I mean, this is like some deep <laughs> stuff. You know, but it's just, it's just what it is. It's and you have to, to be laid that. back, feed up, you oh, know. Morning, laid back in the morning stuff. We could talk about they're going to oh, control you. It's too late. You it's too, yeah, they're, they're going to control <laughs> Yeah. You're not going to have right. a choice. And there's a difference between being a realist and you know a dreamer you know there is the dream that maybe we can go through this and these machines that we've integrated with humanity will make life better because not all people have a great life right that's true that's true all right we're gonna have to jump out of here this morning so we are out of time (laughs) thank you for your long long squashing of my uh my dreams of bettering humanity gp i appreciate that you're welcome you're welcome all right so thanks for being here this morning thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning